RetroRebel Gamecast is brought to you by TempleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebel is released Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templateofgeek.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You can even find us on Facebook and Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Amanda, and today I'm joined by a special repeat guest host, Tom. Welcome back, Tom. This is horrendous. You loved it last time. That's why you wanted to come back. I, I specifically requested an entourage on my next visit. <laughs> I requested the buffet, yeah. the, the canopies, where's my food? Where's <laughs> anything? Like, where's where's the spread that I, I was promised? I apologize. Looks my, like your writer is a bit delayed. I'm going to have to speak to my, uh, what do you call him? Your uh, agent. Uh, agent, that's the one. I was going to say advisor. Like, you're, you're not very good at pretending to be a celebrity. <laughs> Listen, you can't, there's no point pretending when you already won. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you could take time out of your day to come and record again with us. Uh, and just like last time, we're going to go through very quickly with what we're playing. Now, um, I just finished playing Firewatch, and I joined like a book club sort of discussion about it. Um, I don't know if you had heard from the previous episodes, but I did talk about that it's sort of an atmospheric walking simulator with a RPG element baked in. So this is the one where mm-hmm. the, the wife has dementia and you decide whether or not you're going to put her in a home and then the family hates you pretty much no matter what you do. And you decide to take a summer and go and spend it in the woods watching out for wildfires and just contemplating your life choices. And um, it's pretty interesting game actually and probably fairly it just, true it was just sounding like life at the beginning <laughs> bit and then it got really weird about go off to a forestry to watch out for wildfires because you know they're so common it's yeah. just based in it's just based in england because you don't get many wildfires in england no no it's it's in the states and there's actually quite oh. a lot of wildfires in the states although i would believe it even more if it was in australia but that's where you're in the story that's where your wife's family is from so you're trying to get right. away from them Okay, okay. Fair enough. So, so what have you been playing? Are you still um, banging on the door of The Witcher? <laughs> yes. 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 No, because I, I completed the first run, and I've got the DLC content, so I've got uh, Blood and Wine and Heart of Stone, and uh, I've just completed Blood and Wine. I got the good ending this time. All right. Uh, last time I got the trash ending where the princess and her the princess sister get killed. Spoiler alert, by the way, if anyone's not played it. That, yeah, you said that after you spoiled it. Good job. Yeah, okay, it's like you know what I mean. It's, it's an old 2015. It came out. Never played it. Now you've been under a rock. It's, <laughs> it's, it's seven years old, you know. And um, so I'm now playing the other expansion with this. The character, the character at the beginning is called Gunther or Dim, and he's right. called Mirror Master, and he's from the books from um, the Witcher books, and he's such an interesting character, and he's he's the antagonist in this one. Oh, wow. So, you know, there's it's it's nice to get into the second, the sorry, the third part of this DLC because it's got some law behind it. Thank God, because normally when you get a DLC add on to a game, it's just a few extra levels and a few quests. But this is like 
legitimate good content, and I'm like, I'm quite pleased with that. To be fair, so yeah, and yeah, so I'm just, trying, I'm still trying to get my hundred uh, percent. I have not gone up eight percent since the last time um, I have played. Oh wow! And considering this is a two-part episode, I imagine next time nothing will have changed. <laughs> so I look forward not. to updating everyone on zero progress. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I bet it's going to be a running gag. Like, how much percentage have we made on which? And I'm like, oh, I've not made any. <laughs> like, made that lost percentage. That's <laughs> all right. Uh, Stacy and I regularly joke about how we start and never finish games. So. I think it's just uh, being an older gamer at this point. It's it's not that. It's just like um, I'm quite task driven as an individual, so I feel like I haven't got my money's worth out of it until I've completed all the tasks. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, one task for you to complete at least today is to discuss the top thirty best fighting games of all time as proposed by Game Informer, the great pundits and reviewers of video games themselves. Um, We're going to split this into two parts, namely because Tom is very talkative and it's going to take an hour to just get through 15, guaranteed. The only only reason it takes an hour is because Monica has to do so many edits for me, swear. (laughs) The poor Uh, woman, you should give her more money. I don't know. I mean, more, more than free, at least, for sure. Yeah, listen, tell me where she lives. I'll send her a hamper or something. Yeah, you have, I think California. Do, She's pretty far away. She's in California? Mm-hmm. Oh, the poor woman. <laughs> She's an absolute legend. Uh, she always manages to cobble together whatever we record for this channel. So myself and Stacey are really grateful. And well, um, Do you know what, um I suppose it, it does help if people leave comments to say thank you to Monica or something, you know what I mean? I think she'd appreciate that. Not even a thank, just like the content. Even if you, even if you didn't like it, just like it anyway, because there's someone behind the scenes like really working hard to make sure that it's, it's put together. And I think they deserve some credit rather than just me and you talking. <laughs> yeah, don't don't uh, don't give us any compliments. Yeah, we, we yeah, barely don't do, do anything. Well, don't do it for me, especially, because uh, <laughs> I'm still away from my red carpet. Yeah, sorry. Once again, the whole writer lost in the mail. What to, what to say? Um, so we, we split into two parts. So today we're going to be doing um, number 16 to 30 on their list. And next week we will do uh, 15 to the number one fighting game. So oh, nice. we're sort of starting from 30 and working our way up. We're going to split it into two weeks. So that way we can really deep dive into this. And yeah, I'm excited to see you're obviously a much more prevalent fighting game fan than I am, but I have played some of these on here, so I, I do have some things to say about a few of them. I haven't actually seen the list fully yet, but I'm sure I just want because I want the big reveal. I want the reveals. I don't want to see the list. I want you to tell me, and I'll go. Oh yeah, okay, Ooh. that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I I will note I did send you the list, so whether you wanted a reveal or you're just lazy, we may never no, know. I'm a busy, listen, I'm busy in Hollywood now. You know me. I ain't got time <laughs> to read scripts. Yeah. I don't read scripts. Scripts read me. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> I just Amanda. I'm a moment. No, stop. I'm a, you can't capture a moment. Stop. You know what I mean. I'm just trying to exist. I'm a being, you know, that? like a happening. That's just me. Yeah. That's oh my God. I hope that Monica cuts us all out. Right. It will just be 40 minutes of trash and she'll have to edit it all. No, no, no. no. We're going to get to it. 
Monica, I swear we're going to get to it. We're going to start with number 30. We're going to get down to 16. We're going to discuss these. Um, if we've never heard the game, I'll read what Game Informer says about it, and, and we'll move on. So, so that we'll try to find the English thing, too. Cool. All right. So starting with number 30, uh, we're kicking off with Injustice 2. Now, I believe personally this is an extremely popular game. I was sort of surprised that it was so low on this list. Um, it's for PS4, Xbox One, PC, iOS, Android. It's a Warner Brothers game um, developed by NetherRealm Studios, and it came out in 2017. Um, and this is a fairly violent-ish knockout superhero game um, with the DC comics characters. It is, um, yeah. So you can see Superman punch and laser Batman in the face. That's pretty cool. Have you ever played this one? Didn't play it. It didn't. Uh, it didn't appeal to me too much. However, I have watched the two hours twenty one minutes um, YouTube story mode um, of Injustice, which I found was really good. So, oh. like in, in the game, it has like story, like uh, almost like a story mode setting, and it tells you through like it, it gives you how the, the fact that Superman could turn so evil, and it's all down to the Joker, really. Really, again, spoilers for anyone who's not played the game, right? So, the Joker basically. Tries his game, tries his life on easy mode. Instead of going for Batman, he goes for Superman, who's much more um, susceptible to the Joker's sort of antics. And uh, he ends up um, kidding, sorry, he ends up tricking Superman to kill Lois Lane, who is pregnant with his child, attach a device to a heart, which also sets off a massive nuke in Metropolis. So when Superman thinks he's fighting Doomsday, and thinks he's killed Doomsday. He's actually just killed his wife and the unborn baby. At the same time that's happened, a nuclear bomb goes off in Metropolis, so Superman's got nothing. So yeah, I can I can understand why he's a bit pissed. Yeah. Well, that's awful. Listen, it's awful, but it makes for a great game. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. And then um, Superman's on the on like the like all criminals should be exterminated. I, I won't stop until I've got a totalitarian rule. Yeah. I am pissed. And then there's a few of the other ones, like Batman and stuff, saying, listen, murder's murder. End yeah. of the day, like, you can't be doing stuff like that. Yes, he was a dickhead, but, you know, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't, be punch- you shouldn't be putting your hand through his chest. Like, you know? And the reason why Batman can go up against Superman is because um, there's, like, nanites that he he had that will um, that give him, like, temporarily boosted Superman-esque powers. Listen, fantastic game, though. Like, I, I don't know what else is on the list. I don't know how long this, like what the time, like, era span of this list is. But for a first start, for table, uh, for number 30, I think that's pretty decent. Listen, there are some games on here from the 90s, so I think this list is oh, fairly comprehensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've covered yeah. all the bases. But it's, it's just a... It's it's not as gory as Mortal Kombat, but it has the Mortal Kombat-esque sort well, of, like... Well, it's, uh, it's made by the same studio that made Mortal Kombat. It that's is, why. yeah. It is, because they did, a, they did a Mortal Kombat DC crossover as well. But yeah. you didn't have fatalities being performed on the superheroes because they didn't want to portray the superheroes getting dismembered, dismembered and disbowed and things like that. They just had like I don't know what, how to explain it. I think they just had like endings, goofy yeah, like goofy kind of like you know, oh, you've knocked him into space and therefore he's gone through the Phantom Zone and stuff like that. So <laughs> the Phantom you know, Zone, fa- well, it's a thing. Um... That's number 30. I think it's a really strong entry to kick off yeah. with. Number 29 is one that I've never heard of. It's from 2014. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. What a name. For PS3 wow. and 360. So it's previous gen. Well, previous, previous gen. 
um, and it's from developer Arc System Works, publisher Atlas, and it has a very anime style. Like it's two D animation. Um, it looks like any sort of anime that you you'd ever seen before, and apparently has an RPG influenced story to tie the game oh, together. Wow. I can't say I've ever heard of it. It probably didn't come across the pond, like, to where I was. Yeah, in, entirely possible. I'll just, uh, since neither of us have played it, I'll just read what Game mm. Informer says. So they said, appealing to two different audiences is no easy feat, but Atlas managed to please Persona fans, which I guess Persona is a popular anime. I've never heard of it. Apologies. Yeah. And fighting yeah. game enthusiasts with Persona 4 Arena. As a sequel, Ultimax continued the RPG-influenced story and refined the original fighting con resulting in a fascinating fusion provide new characters based on a variety of novel gameplay mechanics and didn't skimp on the cutscenes. it sat in an odd middle ground between genres but ultimax has something for every kind of fan i'm actually trying to find the game so i can just see if there's a reference there yeah persona holy four. hell i have what <laughs> yeah i'm no mm. don't know that one it's an it's an older game um yeah don't know that one but it look it has kind of a fun fun anime art style. I think a lot of people. Oh, it like certainly it. does. Listen, um, it looks it looks it looks um, Caesar inducing. Yeah, so that would probably. They love it. <laughs> yeah, who like wouldn't? Dance, dance revolution. Dance dance revolution, baby! Like who wouldn't love that? Perfect. <laughs> um, all right. Well, number twenty eight, I think, is one that we're all familiar with. It's Dead or Alive four. For the 360 oh from um, Tecmo by Ninja uh, Team Ninja came out in 2005. I mean, this was an early Xbox 360 uh, near release title. It was very early to the Did game. Did you play the third one? Uh, I haven't played the third one. No. Mm -mm. No, the first one. The first one. No, mm -mm. I you only played the 360 version. Oh wow! Well, the so it was it, some of the characters in Dead and Alive, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The 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 modeled a bit different. If uh, <laughs> like bikinis, yeah, I remember. There's like there was a beach ball, yeah, uh, yeah, beach, yeah, beach volley or beach ball mod. Yeah, I mean not that I, I didn't I didn't see it. I just got told about it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. never played it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I never played it. But it was just, it was it was just around at the time. But um, that's what, when I think of fighting games, right? Obviously, I think of like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, things like this. You know, things I'm kind of taking, things like that. When, whenever I think of Dead or Alive, like before, it, it just conjures up uncomfortable feelings of um, fighting, uh, beating up a woman with her chest out, basically. And it's just, I'm just like, go on, how can you concentrate on pulling off Hadoukens and uppercuts and whatever you need to do, right? When you've got some scandally clad big titted woman like on your left right hand side you know what I mean? I'm a gentleman, I'm a gentleman's fighter. I don't need <laughs> I don't need I don't need to be looking at some semi clad sprite. Maybe to it was for your with. friends that were watching you play, do you know, like to give them something yeah. interesting to look at. You know? Distract me with your spritey ways, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just spritey ways. Shut I don't know what else to say. It's just it's borderline pornography at one point, you know what I mean? It's just like... Listen, it was really intense. I do remember that it did get a little bit of um concerned parental buzz at the time. But I think because it was less popular than other mainstream titles that were getting more traction at the time, like Grand yeah, Theft Auto. I, I can't think of any, though, that are more risque than Dead or Alive and some of the outfits they have. I don't know, but Grand Theft Auto had actual hookers. People were up in arms about this. 
They were, you remember at the time you could go into the strip club, people were up in arms about this. Oh, come on. That's only like a two gif animation. It's I just know. like you, I know. you sat there and you just do this and then she go, wee, wee, baby. And then she just like <laughs> shit a little like, her little corn titties, you know what I mean? Oh. But like, some developer has actually put mechanics into these. These these chips that are on the on the screen, you know what I mean? Like he's put fluid motion into it. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, why have you done that just to over sexualize it? I mean, don't get me wrong, the female form is a beautiful thing, but I'm trying to beat someone's head in. I don't need to look at their chips. Like, <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? You're making the game harder. What, what's the fucking point? <laughs> well, maybe that's part of the challenge. <laughs> and maybe, it just, maybe it gives players like me an advantage because we're not so distracted. It's advantage. <laughs> Um, all right, so um, moving on to number 27. Now, this is another anime-style fighter, so chances are you probably haven't played it. It's Blaz Blue Central Fiction, or Blaze Blue Central Fiction, for the PS4, Switch, PS3, and PC. So I didn't play it. It wasn't on Xbox. It's from Arxis Games, the developers Arc System Works, which I think is the same one from before. Mm. Yeah, same one yeah, from the earlier title. Um, and it's another anime style fighter from the same developer, slightly less seizure inducing graphical style, but only slightly, um, from the looks of it. And it it's has 35 characters. Yeah. Looking at the screenshot, of it, the, the graphic design the animation looks amazing. To be fair. Mm-hmm. Like it looks really good. Almost looks like a comic book panel. Yeah. Like almost. really detailed, really nice. Yeah. So I can imagine it's, it's quite a smooth game to play. Just I've never played it. Like I, I don't know much about it, but I'm just looking from the snapshots of the game. It, it you know it looks fairly decent. I mean, I'm sure Monica could probably just put a few videos in here and then mm. you know use some of those editorial skills. Oh, that she she's will. Developed. Don't you worry. <laughs> you know? So just to describe what Game Informer says about um, Blaz Blue Central Fiction. So they say the stories in fighting games are frequently viewed as inconsequential, but the complicated tale in Blaz Blue is a big part of its appeal. The central fiction served as a satisfying conclusion to a long-running arc, but it also delivered on the combat front with 35 playable characters competing in matches that occurred, uh, encouraged offensive play. The highly technical bouts reveled in their complexity, making central fiction a rewarding entry for seasoned players. So it sounds like it was hard. Yes. It sounds like it's one of those impossible Chinese fighting games. Possibly. And the next one doesn't look much different. This is number 26, The King of Fighters. Um, oh, I remember this. The King of Fighters. Am I playing that in the arcade? Oh, wow. Well, this is um, number 13 for the PS3 360 PC arcade um, by yeah, the publisher that. Atlas, but developer SNK from 2011. Um, SNK did a lot of good fighting games, you know. I, yeah, love it. I don't know if you know um, much about them, but like, seriously, they did, they did a few pearlers. King of the Fighters was one of them, like um, some of their earlier stuff. Terry Bogard, I think, is one of their characters. Uh, a typical American-style Japanese uh, interpretation, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. the cap on, normally yeah. takes it around the back, looks like he's a, he's a baseball player, but then like he's got jeans on with a little shirt and stuff. <laughs> like, Great. It, it, you would, actually, I think you would have liked it as... Um, Growing up, you definitely would have liked it. Um, it would have resonated in some respects. But uh, it was de- a good game. I liked it. That was yeah. right. Mm. Well, the um, description says that unlike many games of the time that were going to 3D models, this was one of the few franchises that stayed in the 2D realm. And as a result, it's it did. aged pretty well. Yeah, it did. Mm. All right. Um, so scooping on to 25, this is Bushido Blade for the PS1. Um, the publisher is Square. Developer is Lightweight from 1997. And to be fair, for 1997, it's looking all right. Um, 
The, it answered the question, how long would you last in a real sword fight? Probably not very, is the answer. Oh, I've never played this, but I think it's the it's the game where that you can get killed within like one or two hits. Yeah. Yeah, and then You're it's just game over. You're supposed to roll and use the terrain. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't waste my hard-earned arcade money on this, nor did I waste my... Had um, thievery money on this either when I was a kid, so uh, I, I just read about. I, I, it's probably on a Mojo watch list. I've seen this. You know what I mean? I, I'm yeah. not actually. I've never actually played the game, but I'm, I'm aware of it. All right. Well, um, it look it looks pretty um, decent. The graphics are very PS one, um, but it looks like a virtual fighter with swords. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, um, I'll just just, uh, read what they've said here on Game Informer. PlayStation game featured duos battling for supremacy, but its high-stakes combat was far removed from what the rest of the fighting game genre was attempting. Battles could be over in a flash. The moment the combatants left their guard down, skilled players could parry, roll, and use the terrain to their advantage, creating fights that felt as cinematic as they were brutal. So pretty unusual. There wasn't a whole lot of parrying and terrain usage in 1997. Obviously, Mortal Kombat and many of the other games will do that later, but um, not this time. All right, so the next one, 24, and I'm loving the art style, although what you had to say about scantily clad women is definitely the case for one of the characters on this screen here, is number 24, Skullgirls, for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PS3, P, uh, uh, Xbox 360, Vita PC, Mac, Linux, and iOS, Jesus, oh, sorry, Android and Arcade, so pretty much everywhere. Oh my God. <laughs> it must have done well, then, if it's gone across like every single known platform. Yeah, it's gone across man. everything. It's from Marvelous, the developer's Revenge Labs. It came in um, 2012. And this is uh, an anime-style game with a very mm-hmm. dark-looking premise and dark-looking art style. It, it looks cool. I haven't played it. Have you played this one? No, no, never played it, but no. it certainly looks interesting. Reminds me of Darkstalkers. I don't know if you know that game. Mm-mm, no. No, uh, it, it's got it, well. Just from that screenshot, I can see on my phone, it, it it does look typically like that. Like it looks like Darkstalkers, kind of like um, graphics and design. Probably, probably plays quite similar to it as well. But yeah, again, another scandally clad um, game. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, I will... the line, like. It's just borderline use... like hentai anime fucking fighting game, basically. <laughs> That's what it is. That's fine. Um, so the Game Informer description, a bit of it just says that um, Revenge Lab's visually stunning fighter wowed us with chaotic team-based battles and a roster of monstrous hand-drawn fighters. Fortunately, Skullgirl's complex but approachable combat proved its beauty was more than skin deep. An extensive tutorial system eased newcomers into advanced tactics, and its fluid action made Skullgirls a, ho- a hard fighter to put down. So Do you know I guess there's a lot of innuendos in that. I've, I've heard <laughs> hard, fluid, eased into. Maybe no. Saying, listen, I'm just saying. I'm just picking these keywords up. Even in the description, it's it's trying to sell sex. That's this is saying. this is awful. This is written by Game Informer though, so maybe whoever wrote it. Game Informer clean up the act clearly because this is horny at the time. Um, what? Well, whoever written that must have been. I'll be on my editor's case if that was the case. I want this smut. Are you presenting me in this game? All right. Well, 
Uh, innuendos notwithstanding, let's move on to number 23, which is a true classic Xbox One SNES Game Boy arcade title, Killer Instinct. The one with oh, the, yes. the one with the dinosaur. Oh. That was a, that was an amazing game. So next to Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct was my go-to. I only ever played one character, and that was Fulgor, because he was like a badass predator robot, and his combos were pretty easy to pull off. It was forward, back, then two buttons, then he'll do a little thing, then back, forward, then he'll do another little thing, and then to do a super was just um, two, I call them fireballs, just two fireballs with the hard button, and he'll just go into his like, ah! and then he'll do his 20... 26 hit ultra combo. And I like the way the guy said it at the end. It was like, ultra, ultra, as if he was falling off something. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I'm falling down the cliff. Ultra, ultra. <laughs> that was really, I loved it. It was a good, I, she, my friend used to, used to fucking kick my ass on that so hard. It was unbelievable. <laughs> he, he well, it's play been around for a long though. time. Uh, the, the initial release was in 1994, and obviously oh, they released it on the Xbox One. Um, and I'm an old boy. That's, that's right up my street, that is. Yeah, it's been around for a while. Publishers Midway and Nintendo, um, and the developer is Rare. Uh, yeah, one of, one of their Rare, very, very few very good titles. They did... Um, I know they did a remake, or they did a number two, Killer Instinct 2, and then they did like a remake version of it. I never got a chance to play a number two or the remake. I was so um, ingrained in the first one that even when the, the number two came out, I was still playing the first one anyway. Oh. You know? That and I couldn't afford the second one, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> Awful. I had, to, I had to play the first one. Terrible. Um, all right, so the next one, I mean, I've got a lot to say about this franchise in general, but um, this particular version, I did, I played in the arcade. This is number 22, Tekken 3 for PS1 and arcade, um, developed by Namco, published by Namco from 1997. This is one that I actually played in the arcades mm. for sure. Um, it There was like crazy 10-hit combos, like, the character graphics look decent pretty much for the first time. <laughs> it was, I mean, you know, I, I, I say it again, Nina is where it's at, you know? Oh, my God. Here's one of those. Why, Nina? She was so trash. No, she's so good. Why was, okay, give me one, give me one redeeming, give me one good thing about Nina. Okay, so the best thing about Nina is that, um, she has reach. So her legs are longer than any of the other character models' legs. So if she gets a kick in, she can keep you at distance away from her much, much longer. And people are dumb. Like, people want to move towards the fight. They don't think about rolling away and doing something from distance. And not a lot of the characters have a lot of powerful things to do from a distance. So... Generally speaking, once you got into one of those kick rotations, you could just kick them to death. Listen, the only good thing, about, like the only positive thing I can think about Nina is her name. If you say it fast enough, just sounds like an ambulance. Right. Nina, Nina, Nina. That's, that's the only positive thing I can think of her because I thought she was a trash character. The only good character worth I thought worth playing was either Law, obviously Bruce Lee ripoff. But yeah. we don't say that. Uh, Yoshimitsu, straight in there with his sword. Yeah. And then maybe sometimes King. Not all the time if you fancy grappling. 
Uh, Paul wasn't too bad as well, actually. He was pretty decent. But Paul, to me, was a Ken ripoff from Street Fighter. You know? Yeah, I'm just looking up the graphics for Nino on Tekken 3. I mean, she was so hot. I was obsessed. Like, Are you sure like, she was hot? Yeah, boy, sports bra Nino. No, mate, look at the state of that. She's, she's got a pound man tank top had, on. They all had cute boobs. I don't want to hear it. But yeah, um, just, just remind me. She's got leggings from Primark. And she's got a tank top from from fucking Poundland. She looks yeah, trash. Okay, well, remind me because Killer Instinct: The Definitive Edition is available for free on Xbox Game Pass, so I can download it for you if you want to give it a go. Oh wow! Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so um, let's move on to one of my favorite games in this genre of all time. Number twenty-one, Soul Calibur six or five oh or yeah, six, six. Um, this was PS4, Xbox One, PC, Bandai Namco Entertainment from Project Soul and Dimps, released in 2018. Like, let me just tell you, yeah, Raphael. Yeah, just one user. Uh, yeah, the, the, there's so many good characters. I'm just gonna look up the character oh, roster God. of Soul Calibur Six because um, I was just obsessed with how good all the character models looked. Um, like I've just seen a screenshot there, like. In a I don't remember, when I first seen Soul Calibur, it didn't look like this. Yeah, it looks so good. They, it's absolutely amazing. The um, graphical. Soul Calibur was like blocky. <laughs> no, Soul Calibur Six looks amazing. Okay, so I'm just looking up the character list. So let's see here. Um, and oh, and then they did do a crossover where The Witcher came into Soul Calibur Six. That was pretty fun. What? Yeah. Girls in there. Yeah. Um, so I love, uh, Maxi. He's the guy with the, the double fucking, <laughs> whatever these are called. I'm doing like it on the video. Like, just look at you playing the drums. <laughs> no. Um, uh, and then, uh, Taki, she has the Tonto, the little stick things. I loved her. Oh. Ivy with the sword that splits apart and turns into a whip. If that isn't the coolest weapon in all the video games, I'm sorry. Like, that is disgusting. Wait, it's the sword that doubles up as a whip yeah so um you remember ivy's sword it, you can make her um it swing it like a whip like the sword becomes in multiple pieces she swings it like a whip and then whoosh, like hits you with the sword from distance and it can wrap around your feet and like pull you back and stuff that that's it she can um shit have it in the ground and it'll come and bum tickle you like yeah the the ivy sword is in my opinion the most one of the most unique weapons in all the video games like what a creative idea to think of a sword that's like got like a metal chain in the middle and is i don't know like magnetically or magically separated and put back together sick what that sounds like is it, it sounds dangerous to the user <laughs> well listen it's hard to you know what uh, i mean like user beware that's what i'm hearing there that's a, that's a <laughs> lot of cross fingers and eyebrows that is you're so funny Let's see, you had um, Mitsuyurgi, who's like the um, the samurai guy. You've got Astro, Mitsuyurgi, like the mean, demon okay. dude. I thought you were going to say Yoshimitsu there, but I thought that was Tekken. No, Mitsuyurgi. And then okay. Cassandra, who's like the, I don't know, sort of half Viking, half French looking... Or like, I don't know, sort of, maybe more French. Like, French-looking... Because French are notoriously known for being Vikings. Shush. Conquer. Listen. Oh, 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 oh. 
Well, if I'm not mistaken, she gets a different costume. Or maybe I'm thinking of the other, the blonde one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Listen, some of their characters are really cool. They look really good, and I'm probably rambling. So let's move on yeah. to yeah. number 20, another favorite. Jesus, we're starting to get into the ones I know. This is Mortal Kombat 10. Sick AF game for the PS4, Xbox One, PC, iOS, Android from Warner Brothers, from NetherRealm Studios, same people who uh, made Injustice. Um, it came in in 2015 like every year mortal kombat just gets more fucking sick like it is the same mm -hmm. it's going to be the same and much of a muchness but in terms of graphics the kills like yeah all that shit just well, gets so much better it's I will got say, a bit of law behind it now like it's actually got some storyline behind it and each character is quite flushed out which i think is quite nice and um this again the story arc is is really quite developed and I'm enjoying it. Like I'm, I'm not in playing the game per se because I think when it when ten is ten the is ten the one where they started doing EXs moves and um, like the not the most modern one, but you know you went from the the uh, iterations of it being like over the camera shot and then like a, a shoulder shot to like where they've gone back almost to the original where it's it's like a Street Fighter kind of like. 2D, but quite defined characters. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, that's what I remember. It because I remember, like, Mortal Kombat it's... Armageddon and uh, things like that, and it just brings awful memories back, because they were trying to do, like, a Tekken-based thing where you could just go around in a circle and, like, from overhead view and stuff. Oh, and right. No, bad. I don't remember any of that, but to be fair, yeah, I, I I'm that. not very good at it. I just like it. But with, uh, with this 10 one, or the ones I've see certainly seen, it looks like they've definitely stepped the game up at one point. They, they had to. They had to. They were falling behind, I think, at some point. Just, like, people were saying, like, getting pretty sick and the formula was getting quite old. Mm. But then, obviously, they revamped it with, um, I don't know if it's 9 and above or 10 and above. But uh, definitely looks much better now than it ever has done. Yeah. I just... And, like, with the... Go on. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, and uh, with the movie coming out recently, I feel like it's gotten people interested. It's in really good, that movie. The movie was all yeah. right, you know? The movie's decent, you know? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't convinced about the um, the main character of it, though. I could have think of that, you know what I mean? Because you always think that's going to be Liu Kang who's going to be the main star of Mortal Kombat, don't you? And yeah. when it's not Liu Kang, it's someone else, like Scorpio's descendant, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, but listen, Kano was everything. Kano was everything Kano and more. Was so funny. <laughs> he was so funny. He made it. He yeah. absolutely made that. Although the actor, but I think the, I've been told that the actor is actually pretty decent. Uh, listen, I liked I liked it. Um, okay, so then uh, that was number twenty. I do think that um, Tekken, Soul Calibur, and Mortal Kombat are pretty low for how good they are. You know, like yeah, but is this is this going to be the it's number 20 because that's like it's Mortal Kombat 10 and then when we get to like the last 10 then we the original Mortal Kombat in the top 5 or something you know what we'll, I mean we'll find out I'm trying not to spoiler myself too much oh, okay alright so uh, number 19 Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 for PS4 Xbox One PS3 oh, yeah, 360 Vita PC from Capcom developer Capcom and eating yep. from 2011 and it's yeah, uh, I, remember, I remember playing this in the arcade but not number 3 I remember playing the first one, like Marvel versus Capcom and things like this. So, but yeah. not number three, right? But the formula, I, all I can imagine by the time you got number three, the roster had gotten massive. You know, oh yeah, like crazy massive. Because it was yeah, quite they, novel that in the first one you could have two characters, 
Like you could have like a main and a second. Yeah, uh, like in. a tag team style. Yeah, listen, that was quite, the Marvel that was quite versus Capcom never really interested me. Uh, I've not played it, but I know. I that thought you would have done being a Marvel. I like it, but um, mm. I just I don't the the style of infinite combo thing just really isn't in it for me because I'm a crappy gamer and I can't remember combos, so <laughs> I was never going to be good at it. I think that's why I didn't play it. But I know that it's super popular, so it makes so sense. You, you didn't like it by default because you thought you were going to be trash at it? Yeah. Excellent life strategy, that. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to take any criticisms about my life, just this game. Thank you. All right, cool. All right, number 18, Street Fighter Alpha 3. Yes, mate. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PS2, PS1, Dreamcast, PSP, GBA, yeah, PC, the shop. from Capcom, developed by Capcom from 1998. Absolutely brilliant game. I used to smash the crap out of this. I was actually pretty good at this one. This it was the first time we had a new fighting style called Isms. Isms? Yeah, so uh, Warriors, Dreams, A-ism, Street Fighter Alpha 2, V-ism, Super Street Fighter Turbo X-ism. Perhaps it says, so I'll just read it because perhaps the way I'm reading it is making sense. So arcade goers expected more of the same from the third iteration in this series, but Street Fighter Alpha 3 shook up Capcom's tried and true formula with the addition of three fighting styles called isms. Being able mm -hmm. to harvest the combat flow of Street Fighter Alpha Warrior's Dreams, Street Fighter 2 Alpha V-ism, and Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo X-ism completely shook up the speed, offense, and defense for each character. Alpha 3 also added more defensive strategies with perfect block timing. Oh, wow. So I okay. guess you could change your fighting style for each character? Sounds like it, yeah. It sounds like you could get like a really aggressive, a defensive one, you know, a mid-range one, things like this. So, And obviously brought new life into the characters that you're playing. So you haven't got the linear moveset anymore. Maybe the moveset changed. Although I don't I can remember see that. on the screen, on the screenshot, like the one on the left playing Akuma is playing with A-ism, and the one on the right playing Karen is playing with X-ism. And I'm just assuming that it's allowing them to access different yeah. movesets. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm going to assume as well. Akuma was the shit, though. Like, he was <laughs> he was a glass cannon. He could dish it out, but if he ever got hit, it was trash. He just, he absorbed damage like there was, like, yeah, I say he absorbed. He just... You just look at him, you could damage him, but he could also dish it out. It's because he had like air fireballs and stuff. He had fantastic defensive capabilities as a character. Right. And well, um, bit, comment below cheaper. if you understand what Xism and Aism is. I'm really, I didn't really play yeah. Street Fighter, so I'm not terribly familiar. But if you have memories of choosing these fighting styles and what the difference was, I would like to know. Um, without having to just Google it, because I think that's cheating and people's personal stories are more. Well, important. that's it. I, I think um, there was a, a gentleman who made quite a, a poignant post last time and it was actually quite nice to read because he actually sounded like he had some sense and um, you should probably invite him on the show to be honest <laughs> well, but he, he made a comment on the last one last videos that we did and I thought it was quite nice to have someone actually connect with that so yeah listen that goes for anyone else like if you want to leave a comment for something I won't personally read them because I'm too busy in my schedule of being movie star extreme but I'm sure uh, uh, Amanda and the good people at Retro Rebel or Temple of Geek or whichever one it is. I don't know what show I'm on today. Listen, <laughs> I'm just too busy. My schedule's too busy. I'll I'll make sure that's one of my gophers read it. Jimmy. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all right, so um, number 17, and we're nearing the end of the list part that we're going to cover today. So number 17 is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for the Switch from uh, Nintendo. It's Bamkai, uh, Bandai Namco and Sora Limited production from 2018. Um, I would say that unlike the other games on this list, Super Smash Brothers is a very different animal. It's mm. it's not a fighting game in the traditional sense. Like there's way more to it, and I think that's what made it so popular. Not sure if I would put the Switch version on here because, at least in my opinion, the Switch is not as inaccessible of a console as some of the other ones. But maybe, in fact, I'm almost certain this is just the first of multiple entries for Super Smash Brothers in this top thirty because mm. it's such a popular fighting game. Even style, it's even very much its own yeah. thing. Yeah, 100%, actually, from what I remember. I know when I was growing up and um, Smash Brothers came out, like the early iterations of it, there was actually like local competitions in our like um, game game stores. Like we, the, the one was called Chips, which I thought was quite funny. Um, it was like a, a local <laughs> game console shop. And they were, they were hosting like tournaments to win TVs at the time and things like this. And they were using Smash Brothers as a tournament-based uh, game. And um, that's when I realised then, if they were doing it in my town, that it must have been a, a greater... Phenomenal. You know, a greater yeah. Thing. yeah, it must have been a greater, a greater game to go further than that. So, yeah, so I'm not surprised on the list. I would have thought, like, what did you say this one is? Number three? This is uh, this is number seventeen, so uh, it's we're nearly. No, no, I like uh, sorry, the, the iteration of this game is Smash Brothers three. Oh, this is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So this okay. is the most Don't recent one that they've okay. come out with from twenty eighteen. That will come on the list again, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. I All right, so. and then the last one for part one uh, is number sixteen. Dragon Ball Fighter Z for yes, for Xbox One, Switch, PC. It's Bandai Namdo Entertainment. It's um, Arc System Works. So the people that did the uh, developed the anime ones from earlier. Um, this is a 2018 game. It is one of the newer games on this list, um, mm. but apparently incredibly popular. Now I don't know. Have you played yeah. this one? You have a PS4. I haven't I haven't played it, um, but I am a massive Dragon Ball fan, so like I I do know a lot about the uh, the Dragon Ball situation, and I've seen it on like YouTube, like you know um, must play like lists or like just walkthroughs and stuff. And again, it's got a good story mode to it. Almost feels like you're watching a, an episode of Dragon Ball Z on a Saturday morning because the the way it sort of like uh, goes through, and um, it looks it looks really good. Like I, think, I would urge anyone to play it. To be fair, like I haven't got time because I'm too busy doing Hollywood stuff. But other people should definitely, uh, definitely take that on board. Well, since you haven't had a chance to play it, I will read the description. Uh, it says plenty of Dragon Ball fighting games have come and gone, but Fighter Z is easily the best. Along with being a fantastic fighting game on its own, it did an amazing job of emulating and improving on the visuals of the source material. It found a foothold in the competitive circuit right away, and Arc System Works has only improved the game post-release. And it does look exactly like the episode of the show itself. Yeah, the, manga, uh, the, the graphical yeah, style. The anime. Yeah, it looks. You a watch lot it on it. Toonami in the mornings for kids. You didn't. You probably didn't get that over in Americana. Uh, not off the top of my head, no. But we had we had no. Saturday morning cartoons. That was very much. Did a you game. even get Dragon Ball Z over there? Yeah, you did. Yeah, 
It was a phenomenon. Thought, Everyone was obsessed I, with it. I just would have thought that's like... Who was your president at the time, sorry? Uh, probably Clinton. Right, so wouldn't he just would have seen it as an invasion from the East, doesn't like, oh, they're no, trying to ruin no, our he kids' was, minds. He was a Democratic, he was a Democrat, so there, oh, he's a good he wasn't boy, was a Republican, he? yeah. Oh, but um, yeah. I have to say, like, uh, the late 90s, early 2000s were a real hotbed for imported um, shows, like, Pokemon was crazy popular, Dragon Ball Z was crazy popular, uh, that one with the dueling dragons. Uh, you mean Dual Blade? Huh? Dual Blade. No, it's it's oh, the Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh my god. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> monsters. Exactly. There there was so um Digimon digital monsters like Oh my god. There yeah. was so many. I could I but yeah, it was super popular. All right, well, final thoughts on 30 to 16. There was some really good titles in there. 100%. What do you think? Some maybe that you wanted to see higher, or do you think they were pretty accurate with where they put No, them? to be honest, that, that's a pretty decent list. It's better than the other one. What was the other one? The other list? Rancor? Yeah, it, Rancor? we're probably going to step away from using that list. Is it, whichever one was it, listen, was it called Rancor? Rancor? Rancor, yeah. Rancor. Sounds like Rancor should be in the, it should be in the Rancor pit, because oh. it's like... It's, <laughs> It's clearly, it's just, no, but this this list seems pretty pucker. I'm pretty happy with this. Okay, good. Yeah. I would say so far, so the, the only thing that I was surprised about is that Soul Calibur 6 and Mortal Kombat 10 were so low in comparison. They are very, very good fighting games and, like, represent mm. some of the best of the graphics to come out of the genre. So I'd be interesting. I haven't peaked. So I don't know what's ahead. Yeah, I'm just, we're doing it blind. So if we get to number one and there's if there's not another Mortal Kombat and then, yeah, you are justified. <laughs> However, if there's another Mortal Kombat between 15 and one, quick maths, then, uh, then yes, then, you know, then shut up. You've got nothing to complain about. It's well, it's well placed. Fabulous. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll take that as your final thoughts and um, I'll wrap up this episode of Retro oh. Rebel Gamecast. I do want to thank Tom for taking time out of his busy schedule to come back to us for this week's discussion. All the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you'd like to add to the discussion, reach out with questions, sound off in the comments, or email us via retrorebel at templeofgeek.com. And if you like what you hear, please head over to wherever you download your podcast and subscribe so you'll be sure to get each episode as it's released and rate us because that really helps our show. And until the next time, we'll see you later.